was it? What was it like uh, getting your roaster and just starting to learn that process? That seems like it would yeah. be pretty difficult. Yeah, I mean, definitely the quality of coffee went down for a little while, like realistically. <laughs> you know, we were serving Klatch and they do a great job, but you know, people really wanted the brand and like the made in Redlands, which is great. But it's, I mean, it's super exciting to get a roaster. I mean, you know, you're trying to learn where to buy green coffee, who has green coffee. You know, there's so much to learn, the seasonality of it, and so much to do with the science of roasting and that whole craft. So it's a very exciting time to, like, have the roaster, you know. But at the same time, it was very much like a <laughs> survival fight or, you know, this fight or flight type thing. Out. It has to work out. Yeah. Like, you know, at least if it didn't work out, we could sell the roaster for what we bought it for. So that's good. But, yeah, no, it's, a, it's exciting. Like, uh, that kind of just allowed us to really create an identity in that brand. That is Augie's today. So where did you start? You got your green coffee and you throw it in there and <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just go for it? Pretty much. So when we picked it up in Nevada, we actually cut across Nevada, went to San Francisco and went to like meet with one of the larger specialty importers, Royal Coffee uh, in Emeryville and, you know, did a tasting with them and like, you know, saw green coffee, learned a little bit about what they do, you know, and then is we this, went. Yeah. Like, is this your first time seeing green coffee? I had seen green coffee. Oh, okay. It had been okay. about 18 months into it, but it was just okay. like going to an importer such a like especially like they're a larger one it's pretty daunting just to see like you know a bunch of people with headsets talking to clients all over the world essentially and you know they they import so many i can't even imagine how many containers they import so it was like a crazy just felt like oh man i have no idea what i'm doing pretty awesome (laughs) they did a cupping with us and it it was a lot of fun i felt very confident in my coffee knowledge but like roasting one and green coffee was had nothing then pretty much plugged it in, started roasting. Had to find a local supplier of green coffee that we could go pick up a few bags because it didn't make sense to order a pallet from Royal for one one bag of coffee or whatever. Mm. You know, and this was, you know, when Coffee Shrub was probably just around starting. So, you know, they sell coffee in smaller than full bag containers, which is nice. But yeah, just a lot of trial and error and figure it out as you go so when did uh when did tim come on yeah tim just showed up <laughs> uh yeah so we started roasting tim, tim was I just fell there. out of the rafters out of the rafters like, started roasting. Oh, wait, you've been hiding in the walls uh, for months for a long time yeah so we started roasting late 2010 really 2011 is when we like were you know supplying the shop with all augie's coffee uh, Tim hopped on board, I think, in late 2012 or late 2011? I think late 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah, late 12 was when we were opening up our Riverside store. I was going out there to do some work, and literally he just showed up, and he was just, like, sweeping the space because, you know, it had been just a storage space before that. Uh, so he was just there cleaning up, and I was like, I, am I paying this guy? I have no idea who he is, why he showed up. But he had talked to our our roaster at the time. I had the same question about Austin. Austin was there folding stuff, and I was like, am I paying him? <laughs> Who's that guy? Yeah. So he, he was going to school down the street, and, like, one of our employees had told him, like stop on by check out the space we're gonna open soon so he just showed up and like started helping out and uh that was pretty fun that was pretty awesome it's a funny story <laughs> so weird <laughs> yeah then we had to hire him and pay him yeah <laughs> i guess he just kept showing up <laughs> guilty did you yeah that's good did you have coffee knowledge at the time or were you learning right then so so i, I started at clatch okay. so that tasting that i did that i mentioned where i tried that geisha was my first day of working at clatch and that was wow. kind of the first first time that I was like wow what in the world 
am I tasting right now? Um, so I, I was at Clatch for I think just under a year when they when they started opening the Riverside Cafe, and I was going to school at RCC, which I think is like a block away mm-hmm. from the store. So. So I did have a bit of knowledge, okay. yeah. And I learned from Heather Perry over at Clatch, and they have a, a, an amazing training program. It was really cool. Yeah, it would be hard to find someone better to learn from. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah she trained me, so she's great. Heather and Todd. And, oh, yeah. Am I allowed to say that she trained our trainer? She did train our trainer, too. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. So technically... <laughs> you, it's always a product of Clatch. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. It says on all of our backs. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find it, though. What um, what is your favorite espresso-based drink? By the way, your caramel lattes are amazing. Those are so good. They're spectacular. They're spectacular. Yep. How long have you been working with? Uh, sorry, I'm. Right. You guys will think about it. And yeah. Then, like, we'll just jump everybody got the like, idea. Yeah, yeah. How long have you guys been like in a relationship with Parliament? I mean, it's as long as I can remember. But yeah. I mean, so longer than day, Parliament. One day Ryan Burke just showed up and started <laughs> sweeping. <laughs> not far from. He the was truth. at the Claremont location, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I mean, we have a good relationship with Ryan and Cassie, the owner of, of Parliament. Alamanute. So when they reached out to us when they were opening up Alamanute, I want to say like six years ago now. Probably, I think they're celebrating. They should have just. So it was like six and a half years ago. They reached out and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this thing. We want like all local ingredients." So we kind of, you know, we're, we were the fitting place, being just down the block from them, and we kind of, you know, just hit it off real well. They're, you know, a awesome young couple. Me and my wife became really good friends with them. They opened ice cream stores, and then for Parliament, their chocolate company. Um, I mean, they pretty much just copied everything we do with coffee, but then did it with cacao. <laughs> so, so we're they're the product of Augie's, which is it. the product of Clash. It says it on all their bars. You got on yeah, every one of the bars. You got to find it on there. So, every single bar says. That's pretty much how it goes. Yeah, but no. So actually, like the first few times we played around with it, you know, it was probably I don't know. It wasn't too long ago. Maybe four four years ago, three four years ago. You know, he was roasting cacao in his oven at home, and we were like doing all the steps by hand and it was pretty cool mm. I think he just kind of fell in love with uh, the relationship side of the meeting the farmers traveling mm. kind of making the best chocolate bar in the world it's pretty stinking delicious it's mm-hmm. very good so yeah so it's fun so we just you know we have two stores that are joint stores uh, ice cream and coffee and then we actually share our warehouse here with them next door and they have a full chocolate factory and it's a lot of fun, a lot of things we get to experiment with and play around with. It's tasty. Like a avocado? Af- 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 I can't say it right. Affogato. The one with yeah. ice cream in it? Yeah. Espresso that one's tea. delicious. <laughs> that is, yeah. That's probably one of my favorite espresso-based yeah. drinks. That's, that's a good drink. Actually, that's very tasty. You can't drink it, but it's a drink it's with good. a spoon. You just it's have delicious. to wait a little while. Yeah, you yeah. wait a little while. Is that the one? That's what you're that, I mean, probably. <laughs> that's it's really good. It's, right? That's definitely, that's it. Yeah. And then if you put that's caramel bomb. on it. Oh, Parliament caramel. Parliament caramel. Yes, of course. Ah, that's good stuff. <laughs> I just I just oh. remembered we have all that oat milk vegan caramel in the thing. It's so um. good. <laughs> so have you guys done? Have you guys have? You guys are doing Oatly? Yes, yeah. That stuff's good. It's delicious. It's, it's very I'm good. really surprised. Yeah. I remember when I tried it the first time, I was really shocked. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. I didn't think I'd like it, and I was like, "Is this milk?" Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it's only vaguely not. 
Yeah. It's really similar. And it's like creamier. And it's creamier. Than milk. Is it's it really? So, yeah. It's it's so good. But it has a little yeah. bit of that, like, that Odie, Branny, like yeah. that, a little bit of that, but it's mainly just It makes really a latte taste and, like breakfast. It really does. Yeah, it does. It's real good. Oh, wow. I like it a lot. It's delicious. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Maddie? No. Oh, it's delicious. That sounds good. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I'll have to make you one. Sorry, yeah, Tim. Tim, what's, uh, what's your favorite yeah. espresso drink? <laughs> yeah, what? What? So, favorite espresso drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts with Oatly. Okay. I like Oatly a lot. Okay. Um, I would say Oatly uh, Mocha. Okay. That is with oh, Parliament Chocolate. That sounds oh, good. Yeah, it's so good. I just so good. Mm-hmm. Sounds really good. We have a friend that he just goes around trying mochas everywhere he goes and just Had, always, always on the search for the best mochas. So has he been doggies? Yes. Okay. Yes. So well, he, he hasn't done it with so he, he, yeah, stopped, he, stopped he stopped searching. Search. He stopped the search. <laughs> the search. That was done. No, no, well, he, that was a short story. He, <laughs> done. Can't he doesn't him. know for sure that it's done yet. Oh, man. See, he the search goes on no that's, matter what you find. That's, that's disappointing. There's a, it's always him. at the top, <laughs> but you have to keep searching, seeing that's if true. there's something. Yeah. Is until, there something above 100%? You know what I mean? Like, there's is there something better not, than best? No, there's not. <laughs> I took high school in math. There's not above 100. There's definitely nothing school, better. Take, I took school. math in high school. <laughs> didn't, didn't take English for sure. <laughs> Crazy. That, that caramel latte. Do you guys say caramel? Oh or my caramel? gosh. Oh no. Because you can say it so either. We I had it, it spelled wrong on the menu for a few years. Oh, yeah. And barely anyone ever years. brought it up. I mean, there was no C. It was just a K. You're like, no. what the heck? We forgot the second A, and it was like... Yeah. There's supposed to be an A in this word? Yeah, what's apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what's your favorite brew method for a pour-over? <laughs> the honest answer is a batch brewer, yeah. because yeah. I'm too lazy to make a pour-over. Oh, yeah. fair enough. But when Blair or someone else is offering to make me a pour-over... I'm torn. A V60, you know, is like something that I've just used so much, and like especially way back when when I was on Barmore. That's probably one of my favorites, like just because I I used it the most. Mine would be yeah. the same. Mine is V60. What's yeah. What's the go-to recipe for the V60? Re- Where's our baseball cards? <laughs> <laughs> we made oh, baseball the, cards so we don't baseball. have to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have to think ever. Yeah, we we've got those. Cards By the way, those cards are awesome. Those yeah, are really cool. turned out good, huh? Yeah, they're yeah, really cool. We definitely grabbed them up as soon as they had them. That was, yeah, that was cool. That was, yeah. that was really fun. Recipe though, uh, <laughs> it's actually so it's really pulling, pulling it up, up the right now. Augie's uh, dot coffee. So. Uh, there we go. That's a long oh, recipe. I like that one. I like the bigger recipe. Twenty-eight and four hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, one. Oh, twenty-eight and four hundred. Yeah. So oh, twenty-eight okay. grams of coffee, four hundred grams of water. Uh-huh. So you know, we like to heat the water like to 205. Oh, okay, place filter okay. in V60 and rinse with hot water. Yeah, just under Three. 15. Okay. Medium grind coffee and add to V60. Do you hate it? Add when 50 grams of water. When you like go to a shop, I see. But I, you guys never get pour overs when you go to other shops, huh? We totally do. do you? Yeah, we oh, normally yeah. get like espresso and a pour over, and then a, and then a sig drink, like a drink, and then a sig drink if oh, we can. Okay, okay. We love yeah. trying sig drinks. Yeah. So it's normally those three things. We did a little coffee crawl a couple months back. We did the LA. We wanted to see some LA shops. Yeah. We did. Yeah. I think we did seven in one day. That's nice. impressive. And by the end of it, it's <laughs> a lot. The pain we had. Oh yeah, you gotta drink water, eat bananas. Lots of water. Oh, bananas. Lots of bananas yeah, help okay. with the Wait, and not jitters. Finish, not finished coffees. And that's the thing. No. Yeah, you <laughs> just don't drink all no, the don't coffee. Don't drink it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We were yeah. splitting it between like five. But don't finish. Still, still, on the way out to the car. 
I, I have a thing where I don't use lids on paper oh. cups, so I like don't have a lid, and then I just, just literally pour out half of it in a yeah. planter and then get in the car. <laughs> so we only ever have half a coffee by the time we by the time we leave the register to get in the car. Okay, it's so half, water it's and bananas. Uh, we need to make a little checklist. Yeah, yeah. I feel like something we'll make you a baseball card. <laughs> baseball card. Oh, coconut water helps too. Yeah, there's more water. potassium. And Augie's and Augie's coffee crawl and just has all four of your locations on there. Soon to be six. Soon to be six. Yeah, soon to be Boom. six. Now we have so many friends. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of other places to go. So many people on there. Tons of places. Yeah. What's one of so we heard your favorite roaster. What's one of your favorite shops to visit? And I know you like guys have lots of friends in the in- like, industry, but like yeah, outside of friendship, what's the radius? What is your mouth excited about as far as going to a shop? That sounded weird. Outside you know, of friendship, what is my mouth? Yeah, outside, outside of, the of the friendship. friendship. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no I get think, it. I don't think friends. Usually tacos. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite coffee? Taco. Uh, taco. <laughs> the whole taco seasoning. Uh, I mean, locally, like we love to go to arcade when we get a chance in Riverside because yeah. that's like because mm-hmm. it's right here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, had a big, big impact guys. with Stevie. And yeah, Shane. no, yeah. we've you so. know known them forever. Shane worked for us for a long time. Yeah, so they're good friends. Mm-hmm. It's you know, then when I got to LA, it's so nice to go visit like GMB Coffee is always really exciting okay. just because yeah. they have a lot of sig drinks. Uh, and go get them rotating. Tiger. Go get them Tiger. I don't like yeah. two of them. Not like like sisters. No. I like go get them Tiger more. I like did you? Okay. More. Yeah. Did you? We did go get them Tiger. Did we do GMB? I don't think we made it to GMB. Ooh. We didn't go get him Tiger because... Have you never been to GMB? I don't, I don't think, think I have. Oh, you got it. You would remember. Yeah, you got it. You, oh, really? It's that really good. cool. The bar flow is just... Ooh. The shop is just different. Like, you would... It's in an open-air market, 360-degree bar. Mm-hmm. So, it's just different mm-hmm. from anything you yeah. can... Yeah. It's like service to. as if you were at, like, a, a regular bar. Like, where oh, you, okay. you just walk up to the counter. Someone will meet you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So really we cool. got to try that. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. And then there's yeah. great food and everything. I just like that because, like, you can just stay there all day. There's food, there's alcohol, there's coffee, there's, you know, you just hang alcohol. Out. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Food, everything. alcohol, coffee, alcohol, <laughs> dinner, alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. You get it, huh? <laughs> I have a question about um, competitions. Ooh, fun. Because those are, those are coming up, aren't they? They are, yeah, in like three weeks. Okay. Yeah. So what, uh... Wait, wait, which, which one, in, uh, which one is in three which weeks? All of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them. So you guys compete in the roasting one specifically? We do all of them for the most part. Yeah. So this at nationals this year, we'll just be competing in Brewers Cup and Cup Tasters. So it's a lot of fun. Cup tasters. Yep, that's that's the easiest one. Someone else. It's myself again. It's yourself. Uh, You just you know taste some coffees and determine which one's different. Super easy. But no, essentially enter that one, right? I mean, anyone Uh, could enter any of these technically. Just anybody. So they'll let us in. They'll let you in. Yeah. Yeah. They'll let me in. So Philip could go in (laughs) as long as he shows up with a spoon. He could go. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to pay the money, sign up, and what you got What if we it. got a picture? Oh, how much money? Uh, depends on where you do it. So, like, the way it works the is... The cheapest a, one. The, cheap, the <laughs> regional one, right? Oh. Or the qualifier. Yeah. That was, like, $200? Yeah, that was, like, 200 bucks. Okay. It's well, pretty expensive to, to taste. Okay, so you need, I might not be competing. Yeah, you need a spoon and $200. <laughs> it keeps changing, yeah, I guess. The, the, you didn't mention that. the spoon was gold, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have that. So uh, what, what do you do for that? You just you go in, you're tasting three cups of coffee, yeah, see so which one's different. Totally. You have, uh, essentially, you have eight sets of three cups of coffee, so 24 cups total. Each of the three set of three there's two that are the same and one that is different and you're literally just tasting the three cups determining this one is unlike the other two 
go through, taste all eight sets, choose your eight oddball coffees, and that is it. So it's really nice. There's no scoring outside of you got it right or you got it wrong. And then after that, it's how quickly you got those right. So it's super fun. It's super, you know, exciting because you're competing with yourself, competing with other people up on stage doing the same thing. But you're all just competing to make it to the next round. Mm -hmm. So it's not like an immediate, oh, I have to beat these two people. It's like I just have to do well enough to make it to the next round. You're just competing against yourself pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and it's super fun. It's a good challenge to be able to tune out all the you know crowd and everyone else you just got to dial in taste some coffees and find the different ones and then what's the so that's the tasters cup then you said the brewers you're doing the brewers are you doing the roasters as well what's the technique for getting the coffee into your mouth as fast as possible i mean it's it's kind of a balance of you know you're you're cupping the coffees with a spoon Yeah. yeah so you know you've got these little bowls and it's not technically getting it as fast as possible it's just getting the accuracy but there is a nice rhythm to like you know you got it in your spoon put it in your mouth hold it in your mouth get your spoon full again and then either spit it or swallow it as you're about to put the new spoon in your mouth so there's a nice like technique to do it as efficient as possible because but austin matters. austin yeah. likes the choo-choo train <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would be fastest to do that other thing but the he choo-choo train the airplane technique helps way the better yeah so i mean the big thing is just you know trying to not get palate fatigue and you know trying to really dial in on what you're tasting you know how, how long would it take like, so you, you only have eight minutes for the for all 24 for all 24 oh. yeah so it's a minute per set so it's not horrible you know a lot of people will go on there and try to do it as quick as possible this is like one after another like like literally eight minutes start to finish yep, yep. Oh, yep. My and like normally it, most people get it done in like under six minutes that's really cool yeah, some people will do it in under two minutes, but that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's tough. You end up having, like, I don't know, three or four rounds before you make it to the final three, and then, yeah, you go from there. So I won in 2016, so that was a lot of fun. We got to go to China, compete in the Worlds, and that was exciting to go to China. They gave me that golden spoon. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. <laughs> So how did you do in that competition? I got in the top half. I think I finished 18th. 18th. And I was kind of bummed because I had to finish in the top 16 to progress to the next to the, oh. the next round. So I was like, just right there. Yeah. But, you know, it was one of those things where it's it's tough. You know, you go to it's another side of the world and coffee tastes different. And you the know. water is different. Well, everything's yeah, different, you know, and it's yeah. just, you know, I definitely feel like it was one of the cooler experiences to, like, meet people from essentially, like, 50 other countries all here to do the same thing it was at uh, Hotel X which is this huge food convention in Shanghai just happened it just finished up yesterday Um, yeah it was crazy it's insane 14 it's it's like 14 giant hangers like literally like probably from each of these corners it's like a triangle it's probably like a solid half mile to a mile of just like wow. hangers and then of, another half of mile food? of hangers and food like they had the wow. pizza competition they have all these different That's things crazy. like it's not just coffee it's anything in the food and service industry so like that was just so much fun to go do that see wild, all these yeah. crazy people yeah it was wow. fun Sorry, so roasters or yeah. uh, competitions, uh, <laughs> brewer, uh, brewers. Yeah, brewers. Brewers. Yeah, Blair is doing brewers. Okay, and she's done that a few times. Um, and so she's 
She's pick, can you tell us what coffee she's going to use, or is that a top Ooh. secret? She would be so mad. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> don't she tell be? us. Yeah. She got mad at me the last time that, that I, you did that. I posted it on the story, and wow. she got mad. Wow, come on, oh. Tim. You're going to taste know. it, though, soon. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So you can taste it. So it's the... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, essentially, that one is... I actually don't even... I'm not good at describing that one. The coffee? Yeah. Like no, the com- competition. Oh, um, it's two parts. Yeah, so there's a compulsory round and then uh, open service round. So in the compulsory round, uh, you show up, and that morning, I think 45 minutes before you have to present, right? Or before you have to serve. I think very shortly before you have to serve the coffee, you're given a a coffee that you're not told what it is. So it's a blind coffee. And then you have, um, I think it's like 37 minutes to, to dial in your to recipe. Dial in, 30 minutes to dial in, and then seven minutes to prepare three cups to then pr- present to the judges. Oh so my. in that 30 minutes is the first time you're allowed to brew with it. You brew with it. You try to find the best recipe. And then in those seven minutes, you make three that are hopefully uh, identical to each other. And then you deliver those to judges. That sounds fun. Yeah. And so, that's, that's espresso? It's uh, pour over. No, it's pour over. Yeah, oh, so, okay. so you get to bring, all, cup. You yeah. bring all of your own equipment. So you get to choose the brewing method, the kettles, the water temperature, everything. The you, grinder, you, too? Okay. Um, you can bring your own grinders. EK43 set up somewhere for you or something? Um, they have a Guatemala, and they might have an EK43. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I know that for sure the sponsored grinder is a Guatemala okay. from Malconig. Wow. Um, so that's the compulsory round. And then an open service is where you bring your own coffee. And that one... Um, where compulsory is a blind competition, meaning you're brewing in private, mm-hmm. and then the judges never get to know who brewed that coffee. Open service is you're standing on a ta- in front of a table okay. serving three judges so and these, telling them a story about your coffee. And then these judges during the compulsory, they're just tasting, and all mm-hmm. they're going for is whose coffee tastes the best. Yep. Yeah. And it's all the same coffee. The only thing changing is the brewing No, method. compulsory. So in compulsory, that's what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. In, yeah, in compulsory, all that's the same crazy. coffee, just and Those are the same judges that move to the next round where they then get to see you and interact with you? Or are those different? Different judges. There, yeah, oh, it'll okay. vary a little bit. Yeah. There but, maybe will be some carryover. There might be some, but very little. Yeah. But yeah, they they don't know who brewed it. They don't know how it was brewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just tasting the coffee that was put in front of them. Huh. And yeah. that day, they're going to taste 20 same brews yeah. or same, you know. Yeah. Same coffee brewed in different ways. And, you know, the idea is to have them be the same outside of it just being flavor. They even, they're taking samples of each one of these and checking the TDS, the total dissolved yeah. solids mm-hmm. in each of the cups. Okay. And they have to be within a certain range of each other. Even. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's like it's, a refractometer set yes, up. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's yep. crazy. Yeah. Hmm. So. It's, it's very, um, as much as it's simple because you just go up and brew some coffees, it also takes quite a bit of knowledge and, and expertise in what you're doing yeah. to be able to do that. Are you, you're entering the roasters competition? So I did roasters in Reno mm-hmm. and did not move on. I didn't make it. I think I was like 12th mm-hmm. or something in, in Reno this year. So this, uh, in three weeks is nationals. So I got knocked out in whatever that was called, qualifiers. Qualifiers, yeah. yeah. So I did not qualify for 
for nationals this year. But that competition is, um, there's two parts to that one also. There's a compulsory and then there's uh, open service. For both of those, you have to do a presentation in front of judges. The compulsory, the way that that one works, being that it's for roasting, is they ship you whatever coffee it is and then everyone roasts that coffee on their own roaster, you know, in their in their own warehouse, in their own facility, whatever it is. And then you show up with your version of that coffee, so your roast of the coffee that everyone was shipped, and then you also bring the coffee of your choice. And then both of those you do a short, I can't, I think it's 10 minute? Mm -hmm. A 10 minute presentation where it's very just like detail oriented, honestly, it's just, and then at this temperature I added more gas and I opened the air and what, yeah. Sounds intense. Yeah. Does sound intense. Yeah, and then the other competition outside of those, which I don't know if it matters for this, is the barista competition, mm. which is a very intensive, it's the most like uh, difficult one of the competitions, I would say, just because you have four judges that are for sensory, you have two technical judges and then one head judge. So the sensory wow. judges are, yeah, they're, they're tasting all your beverages, you have to prepare espressos for each of them, cappuccino or a milk, milk drink, drink for each of them and then a signature drink for each of them and they're all tasting them the head judge is tasting all of those drinks to make sure that they're all like Balanced. within the same range and mm-hmm. taste the same and then the technical judges are paying attention to every move that you make you know if, if half a gram of coffee spills while it's coming out of the grinder into your portafilter if it spills onto the counter they're marking half a gram didn't make it into the portafilter. If the lump of coffee that comes out of that grinder is like offset to the right, they're marking the lump came out to the right. And then the next one is to the left, that you're gonna lose points because the lumps weren't in the same spot. <laughs> and then when you tamp, they're watching, you know, they're getting down, they're bending down to see how level your tamp is. So if you were a little heavy on, on your thumb side, and then the next one you're a little heavy on your, your ring finger side, they're gonna mark that and you're gonna lose points there. So that, that one is yeah. insane. There's it's so insane. many. Jeez. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. That one's crazy. But it's insane. Austin did that one two that years ago. That sounds like a lot of fun just oh. to be judged, judged for everything that you do. For every yeah. move that you make. Sounds like my life now. <laughs> people people spend a lot of time preparing and yeah. obsessing over their routines. And what, two years ago? 2016? No, last year. 2017? Mm-hmm. That's when you did? Oh, okay. So in 2017, a spot opened up a week beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> and they emailed Austin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on the wait list, but I was like 30th on the wait list. But no one was dumb enough to do a competition routine in a week. Yeah. And I thought, well, for me, for the first time ever doing it, it'd be great because I could experience. I could yeah. do the experience. So yeah. I pretty much worked on it with Tim and a few other people like probably nonstop for that week. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous and did really well. I'm definitely going to try to do it again next year because it was a lot of fun, but it was like want to do better. What kind of, uh, what were you going for? What was your signature drink? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> uh, we were really excited about this really crazy Mexican coffee we had last year. It was really nice, really really awesome, but we were just getting very unique flavors from it. We're going to tie back into tacos right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, almost. Notes of taco? Yeah, it was, like, it was like a super sweet, savory, like summer squash. Okay. Um, honey, just like really interesting, really unique cup, unlike anything we've ever had. 
So for a signature drink, I made pretty much baby food. It's like a roasted squash puree, and like it was really interesting. But judges didn't love it to say the least. But technically, they were I was all... I was fire. I was perfect. They were they were yeah. unimpressed. Yeah, I should have definitely just brought like a really nice washed Ethiopian or something like much more on the safer side yeah. than a crazy weird Mexican lot. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was good to do within a week, and then, yeah, we'll see how it goes next year. What's what's one thing in the specialty industry that you guys are excited about? Maybe a change that's gone, going on industry-wide or has happened, or I guess, like, what's something that's unique, maybe, to, to coffee that gets you excited? Coffee Blossom Honey. Brought to you by Blake Trafton. <laughs> no, just um, no. That is actually a really exciting thing that we started working with um, Coffee Blossom Honey last year. Mm-hmm. So it's um, exactly what it sounds like: honey from the coffee blossom that makes then our coffee cherry. So we work with a farmer in Tenango in Guatemala, Jorge Mendez, and. Um, it's pretty exciting that we can buy his coffee because mm. it's delicious, it's great, but then also buy his honey like year-round. Mm. So that's something we kind of made a pretty quiet switch over to last year. So all the honey at all of our stores is coffee blossom honey oh, from okay. Guatemala. So that's something that I think is pretty cool and pretty exciting. And um, that's like in the honey cinnamon latte? Yeah, in everything, um, pretty much in anything honey. Uh, so um, that's exciting for me. Yeah, Anna. For me... Um, it would definitely be in the processing side of green coffee. So uh, a lot of people, that this farm, La Palma El Toucan, I think kind of spearheaded this project of new fermentation methods. And by doing that, you're able to get these really wild fruity flavors out of coffees that would not normally have that. So more and more we've been seeing farmers playing with these techniques and producing really good coffee and raising the score of some of their, their coffees by doing that. So. Essentially, it makes farmers who maybe don't have the perfect conditions for making a coffee that you know we would normally purchase and serve, taking that coffee and then turning it into something through their processing methods, uh, where it is something that that we would be really stoked about bringing in. What's the best way somebody wants to get a hold of you guys on Instagram? Let's say personally, and then at the business level. Give us some handles, some emails. Yeah, I mean, I just have, I don't have Instagram. Cell I just have Augie's Instagram. Um, but, you know, if you email either info at augiescoffeehouse.com, that goes to Tim and I, or Kyle and I, one of the two. Someone. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, Instagram, DM us, slide into our DMs, yeah. question mark. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that's me. Yep. <laughs> Tim's Instagram's boring, so you don't oh, have yeah. to worry about that. Don't follow my oh. Yeah, don't follow his. At Huggies Coffee. <laughs> that's the Instagram to follow. <laughs> yep, that's the best thing. Yeah. If you want, if you want Tim's Instagram, we'll, uh, we'll DM it to you <laughs> for a price. Yeah, for a price. <laughs> it's only one photo on it. You just need two hundred dollars and a spoon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. All right, guys. It was so fun to talk to you. Thank you for having us uh, here with you, and thanks for being on the show. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This is great. That was and fun. Until next time, my friends. Uh, grab a cup of coffee, take a sip, and smile, and you'll hear us next time for another conversation. Let's go try yeah. geishas.
Austin and Tim, thank you so much for having us out. That was episode two of our interview with Augie's Coffee Roasters. We really hope that you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. And uh, send us, what was your favorite part? What stood out to you? Thank you so much for listening. And check us out soon for the next episode of Specialty Coffee Talk. Until then, hit us up on the email, specialtycoffeetalk at gmail.com or on Instagram, slide into that DM specialty coffee talk. Thank you so much.